In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'll be your host and Sherpa up and down Success Mountain. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. Glad to have you here. Pen and paper, something to write with. You definitely want to take some notes. Uh, our guest today is a mental health advocate. Now, his story kind of started in high school. He knew he was a little off. I mean, like, I'm right there. Um, I've been off all my life. Um, however, during those years, he suspected he uh, had undiagnosed ADHD with a hint of depression. And it wasn't until years later that he was officially diagnosed with ADHD, anxiety, and bipolar three. Uh, is that right? Two. Feels like a billion though. Oh, it's good. It's, it's, I need my glasses on and I'm trying to do the show without. All right. He, it took <laughs> some time for him to come to terms that this is who he is and that he shouldn't be embarrassed anymore. I love that about you. And I also love that you're here today to kind of share your story. So please welcome Tim McCarthy to the show. One cool thing about Tim, I've gotten the chance to know him, see a little bit of his journey personally, professionally, but he came to the show ready to help you today on your journey with some just helpful insight and information. So let's get ready to rock. So welcome to the show, brother. Tony G, what's going on, my man? So glad to see you and talk to you again. Always. Um, and if you are following along all social media channels at 20T for Tim Minutes, and that's also his .com is 20tminutes.com. So if you want to learn more about Tim and what he's up to. But first and foremost, before we jump into the show, uh, let's answer this question. What is your definition to success? Being happy every day and not regretting anything. I think success is like, I'm here I did it my way and you got to laugh and smile the whole way through it as Isn't much as you can. Is Sinatra song a little bit? Is it? I, oh, no, I did it my way. Yeah, I feel like that song is probably played in every successful movie clip of all time. But I think just being surrounded by goals that you've reached is success. I, I think everyone always thinks it's like money. I just think with success in my mind would be like, I'm with everybody I love that came with me to my goals. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I've been having a lot of uh, in-depth conversations with just neighbors, entrepreneurs, random people in life about success. And success is, it's kind of like uh, your journey in life. There's no straight way to success, right? What works for you may or may not work for me. Um, what's successful in your marriage may not work you know, for me. So I think it's like, I love the fact that you should be happy, but let's, let's back it up a little bit because yeah. if we go back to high school and kind of, you know, you struggled. Um, and I, and I said, you know, I've struggled with depression over my life and throughout years, you know, I can find bouts of the day could be perfectly sunny outside. Everybody's smiling around me and I'm sitting just miserable. Let's talk a little bit about how it really, I kind of want to pick up from the here and the now, but I want to go back just a little bit because yeah. 
you know, you are here today to talk uh, and, and you're a mental health advocate. So let's talk a little bit about, and you can be you. So share, swear, do, do what you got to do to get your message out. I'm not, Perfect. I'm not here to handcuff you. I'm here to unlock <laughs> those cuffs that have been placed upon us because people with ADHD, the world's like, well, dude, you can medicate under, you don't have to take those things. Oh, you're not really bipolar. You know, you should just get off all this food and, you know, you should never have any depression. So let's talk. So tell me a little bit about life prior to being officially diagnosed, even though you kind of knew in the back of your mind what was going on. Yeah. In school, it was kind of like a running gag that everyone knew because I never paid attention in class. I would always be talking to somebody when someone else is talking, but I wasn't being rude because with my ADHD, you want to do a million different things at once. And I was trying to do that all through high school. So I got along with pretty much everybody. I was always like chasing girls, not paying attention in class. Like I was always focusing on friendships relationships with women and focusing really on that. And then when it came time to almost graduate, I realized I didn't pay attention that much and I didn't do good with any of my standardized testings. I think I got a 720 on my SATs. Like I fell asleep at the end because I got so bored and I didn't want to do it anymore. So that's when it kind of settled in that like people had all these goals that they were going to go achieve and do this and that. And I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? I can't like schmooze my way through high school. Like talking to teachers out of giving me a D and giving me like a D plus instead. So I always say C's and D's get degrees. I got that degree. And then I'm like, shit, now what? And then I took the trip down to college, tried my hand at, I don't even remember what I signed up for. did that for a year and a half and bounced out. And that's when I realized there was stuff going on because I was severely depressed at college. I would just drink heavily, not go to class. And just like kind of taking that whole party life that I kind of did in high school where I was like that, the bro that just never grew up. <laughs> like just kept on wanting to party and party and then got on like different types of medication that just didn't work. Like I think they put me on Prozac right away. Like the, like the, it was like the like intern doctor, I think at the, at the college thing being like, oh yeah, try some Prozac. That, that might help you out. And uh, it didn't. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. My, uh, my godfather and my grandfather were both doctors. And my mom always said this, you want to find a doctor in your life, if you're going to find one that puts pen to paper, kind of like what I described people should have today if they're taking notes. So easy to be a knee-jerk reaction. It's just a script. Go fix yourself. Go, it's yeah. a script. It'll just fix yourself, right? And the, and the bottom line is I struggled and I have struggled with addiction all my life in some form or fashion. If it's, if it's food, if it's obsessing over money, if it's this or that, but I was, I was addicted to drugs and like a doctor would prescribe it. And I'm like, he knows best. And next thing I know I'm medicated. And I'm like, I feel good. I feel like the, um, I don't know if you ever seen that YouTube video back in the day, the guy, Chad, he gets out of the dentist and he'd oh, yeah. ask the question, he'd go, is this real life? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how I felt a lot of times wasted on drugs. Cause I was like, I'm not really here, but you got diagnosed. You got some proper attention. I got to tell you this, by the way, too. I love you. So I wanted what to throw that out there. So, uh, we were talking after I was a guest on your podcast, <laughs> yep. how, you know, you love to say that. And I'm like, well, I try to say that almost every day to as many people as I can. Like, it's weird. Like you'll hang up the phone and I'll be like, I love you. And, and you can hear the pause on the other end. It like throws them for like a loop. You're like, <laughs> I love that. Whoa. I think this conversation needs some ADHD medicine too, by the way, it's going to yes. be all over the place. <laughs> um, how do you hone in and stay focused now? How do you, how do you hone in? What, what's your daily kind of wake and, and go regimen that helps you to kind of hone in now, knowing that you've got beacons that are pulling you in opposite directions. 
it's very funny because I stuff like this, like the podcast, me talking with you today, that's my main focus and and getting that all prepared. I'm very, very focused. I'm on medication. I'm on Adderall. I've been on like the XR, which is extended release that can last me up like all day. Or now I'm on the rapid release, which is like only like 20 milligrams. So the people that do it uh, recreationally, not medically, uh, they know that's going to be a long day. So I take that to make sure my day is going to be focused. But on my route here to route the route with you, I would do side things like play on my phone or like sit there and pet the dog where I could be getting more focused on this. And it's me all in my head because I am already focused enough. And I just think I, sh- I-, I can do more, but I, it's kind of like a weird, like, I'm trying to think it's like, a, I try to like delay the inevitable of greatness that's going to happen because like, I'm too nervous about it because I have all these different emotions of what's going to happen. Like I, I want to make sure I do a good job for Tony's show, blah, blah, blah. So I'll like kind of drag my feet a little bit because I, I, I hate that type of feeling. So to focus in on that, I just, I, I focus on something like this, you, and I don't want to fail you. I don't want to fail anybody. And I, I don't like failing any tasks. So I think that's what I keep in the back of my mind is like, don't, don't ruin it for somebody else. That's a lot of pressure. How do you deal yeah. with pressure today? How do you deal with that? Oh, I just a sweaty back the whole time. I think that's what kind of wears me down a lot because I don't like letting people down. Um, I'll let myself down first before anyone else. Um, cause I can always get, cause you can always kind of get it out. Of, some people can, I finally knew how to, I can get myself to work back up to it. But I think with relationships, I don't like breaking relationships with people. It's like when you meet somebody for the first time, that's your first impression. And with like interactions online, you get a little bit of that. So you got to make sure that um, I'm always bringing it. So I don't ever want to like waste anyone's time. (laughs) Always bringing it. All right. Let's talk about your podcast. I'm a big believer. Uh, People got a podcast for a reason. I want to push it out into the world. So my audience... Make sure you check out the 20tminutes.com podcast. You can learn more about Tim and what he's up to in the world. But why did you start the podcast? And give me some highlights or takeaways uh, yeah. so far from your podcast. So the podcast, I started, I wanted to do it for like a year plus. In 2019, I uh, May 5th, 2019, I tried to commit, uh, commit suicide and hang myself. And when I got back from that, um, when I got help with therapy, medication, diagnosed with bipolar uh, 2, I always wanted to do a podcast, but I didn't know what it was going to be on. Uh, like uh, I was another white male with a beard and I was like, shit, I was like, there's a sea of these people. So then I realized I was like, maybe if I talk about my mental health journey, that will uh, help people out and I can kind of stand out a little bit. So I wanted to do that, jumped into it, decided with the name 20 Tim minutes, not T, T minutes, but it's okay. 20 Tim minutes to play on my first name. So it's two zero T I M in it's. So it's kind of like Tim minutes. We had a lot of silly names to go. With. Do you own the other version, the way I spelled it out? Can you at least I, get that? I'm going to have to get that now, yeah. I'm going to buy it. So if you don't buy it, I'm gonna, as you're listening to the show and you don't own it, I'm going to own it. So we're going to get it. I'm actually buying it right now. It goes, so you keep talking. It goes right to you. So yeah, I started the podcast. I, I've been like inadvertently networking my whole life. Every time I meet people, like I just love building relationships. I love learning about people. I love helping people if I can, even though I don't have much to offer when, with my with my 720 SAT score. But I've always had that. So when I posted on Facebook, I was doing it. Everyone was like, oh shit, like Tim's doing a podcast. Oh, it's on mental health. Like that's interesting. And people like my episodes because my main episodes are only 20 minutes-ish. And they're pretty much just like me talking with you, the best compliments I've gotten the podcast. It's like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with you in a room where I just kind of just chat and tell them what's going on with people in my life, with my life. I, I make it very humorous for people because it's very hard for someone to talk about mental health with somebody when they don't really have it their own and they don't deal with it. So you, I kind of try to bring them in on the joke, 
Like I, I, I like to say, break the stigma by cracking a smile because I think that's what we all need for people that I love. I love laughing. I love making people laugh. Like that's my drug. If I can make you laugh, um, I'm like, give me all the laughs. You, I, I, I gave you a copy of the recovery journal. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Did oh, you yeah, go to the personal stories in the back? Did you happen did, to check those out? I did not yet. No, I There's have a personal though. story about, you know, recovery and mental health and, and some things. There's a great, great guy. I'm, I'm going to save it. Cause I want you to pick it up and read it. Um, and then that guy's somebody he's funny. He's also uh, comedy. He's a comedian. So I think it'll, it's re- resonating with me and I'm, I'm not going to say who it is. But, yeah, don't. But I want you to go check it out. There's six personal stories in the back of that journal. We wanted to do something fun. And I think it's super important, too, that, you know, we're here today to talk about something that affects millions and millions of people. And it's a real deal. And I'm not here to hurt anybody. Um, one of the biggest things that I've struggled with all my life is paying attention. I'm all over the place. Anybody who's hung out with me thought I had ants in the pants. You know, I was a jumping bean. I was all over. You know, I could never stay focused. My, my mom, you know, was always trying to figure out how to help me. My coach, when I played water polo, used to put a bungee cord around my my waist to keep me so I wouldn't leave the cage because I was always trying to get out of the cage. Like in soccer, they would do the same thing. Like, there goes Tony again. Um, and I have a hard time sitting still. So if you're in a meeting with me, like bring what you got in three minutes and let's go because any longer, I'm like already into the next thing. So yeah. I relate 100%. So you started a podcast. I bought the two domains. You owe me 36 bucks. Um, get those today, by the way. Okay. Um, also, you know, you just have this passion and you've had some amazing guests on your show and you've got to meet football players and just advocates and you've met, you've done some stand up yourself, right? Yeah, I did a little bit of stand up for a little bit uh, in Boston. It's a, it's a tough scene out here. And again, I'm very jovial, like the joke with people, but it's very clicky and it's like, they don't like want to like, I don't know. It's very too like, it's not like a group scenario. So when I got into podcasting, I thought the same thing was going to happen where everyone was kind of like, no, my show's better. Like my stand-up is better, but it wasn't like that. So I like doing my comedy on here a little bit because I get to freestyle for 20 minutes instead of going up on a stage for six minutes and everyone being like, this guy's not funny. And then reality, you know what? My joke was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what, dude, like I, I've also come to believe you'll find your tribe when you stay true to your vibe. And just be you and be the best version of yourself and try not to like, I, man, I struggled so long. You know, I I spent a lifetime. I always say that I spent a lifetime trying to look good to avoid looking bad, you know, and the moral of the story is stop trying to be perfect and just be you and watch how everything else around you gets better. So I'm really, really proud of you, Tim. I know that you're married. Mm -hmm. Um, You podcast from a closet, which is really cool, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) how big is that closet square foot wise? Man, I, I could, I'm five, six. And when I stand up, I get to crouch over. So this thing is like, this thing's like, I can't even put my wingspan's not even going all the way. So are you pretty, like sitting Indian style on the floor? <laughs> no, I'm sitting on a, <laughs> uh, like a Walmart brand chair. That's wicked, wicked rickety. But yeah. So- no, you know, the most important thing that I learned from our conversation and, and <laughs> I don't even know who got us connected. I Kara Parrish. Kara did. Okay, cool. I just, I just, I just interviewed her not too long ago. We had a, we had a Tony G swoon fest for about 10 minutes. Kara's awesome. I talked to her today. Um, I'll talk to her in a few hours. You got to come check out our community calls. We do the first Tuesday of every month. Um, but one of the most important things that I want to say in, in just chatting with you is how genuine you are and you're very present and you're very, um, you know, you're, you're here to make the world a better place. And that's not something easy um, to do. So when you get people that say to you, 
your mission, that's great. But how the heck are you going to do it? What are some of the things that you're working on right now to get your mission out there? You got a podcast. What else are you doing? Uh, I have an app actually that you can download the app, the 2010 minutes app that my buddy who owns uh, appetizers LLC uh, created it for me. Another guy that I, I just as a friend with, and he, he helped me yeah, bring it up online. It was really cool of him. Um, I'm just trying to build more and more guests. I would love, I think a lot, like I, I think of like two different types of goals, like short-term goals and long-term goals. I think a long-term goal I would love to have would be like a, to do a live show somewhere. I don't know how that would even happen or what the logistics would be behind that, but that would be like a big goal I want to get to. And I think the little goal now would just be just like trying to get like better equipment with like, um, with just like the, the, the cat closet, as I call it, this little, this little shack of a place. Um, so I have like my little goals and my big goals, big goals, but just right now I'm just trying to just keep on pumping out like a lot of good content of, of mental health, talking with other people that have been involved with mental health and sharing their stories. And Give just, me a guest that you would love to have on your show. That would be just like amazing. A big oh guest, a God. big goal. A big, big, big guest. Um, I think Kevin Love would be huge. Uh, he's very big with the uh, mental health advocates for, uh, he played for the Cavs, former Minnesota Timberwolf, great. And then- oh, now, he's, now he's with Cleveland, right? Yeah, he's with Cleveland now, but he's like he—he he was like one of the first ones to really like uh, kind of shift the stigma in the sports. Um, I remember he was a a big staple. I even I couldn't even figure out who to email for him. Like I remember look, I went down. Now you like just a, direct message him on Instagram. I think I did. I think that's my first. That's my first. So move. why don't you do one better? Why don't you record a video and drop it into his DM and say, "Hey, I would love to feature you on my show. Take a listen. I'm trying to spread support." around mental health and yeah, yeah. big advocate. And I'd love you to come on and even dude, even if you pre-record it, I'll play it and put it out to the world. I'd love to just have you on my show. It mean the world to me. Can you take yeah. in between threes? Can you give me three, please? You know? <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, that's a great, I didn't even think of that. Cool. Hey, what we're going to do, we're gonna take a quick break. We're talking to Tim McCarthy. Uh, I love you, man. I'm proud of you. I think what you're up to is cool. The piece that, you know, a lot of people don't see, and I get to witness it right now, there's a lot of notes on your walls. Are those from people who've listened to your show and send you some postcards? Yeah, a lot of people saying thank you for like the stickers. Uh, I sent them over. I, oh yeah, I got to send you stickers still. And uh, yeah, people that just, that sent me stuff. And I, I don't like throwing cards away. That That's a gift too. Even like, you know, like when your aunt would send you money with the card in it, but then she stopped sending you money. It's like, well, I still get a save the card. So I, anything that someone sends me, I, I save it in here and put it up on the wall. And what's the uh, belt on your uh, wall? It's like a big like UFC belt. Yeah, it's a, it's an old school WWF wrestling belt because I'm a full grown man child that still loves wrestling. Like the t like I have action figures up here. Like, you, you know, these guys like Ted DiBiase. And yeah. The Undertaker. Like the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts, Bret Hart, Rick Rude. All right, Hello. ladies and gentlemen, we're just talking to a giant kid who hasn't grown up. And I have always said, I said it a couple of weeks ago, don't grow up. It's a trap. We'll be right back on the Beef of Hill podcast show. Are you ready to break the mold? You know, so many people seem stuck in society, but you're not one of them. If you were, you wouldn't be listening to this. But I know for a fact that right here, right now, inside you, there's greatness. And a great way to help bring that out is the 12-week journey to fulfillment. So head over to BeFulfilledJournal.com and use the coupon code PODCAST and you get a special rate on us. It's our way to say thanks for listening. As well, there's access to a private community of entrepreneurs ready to support you and your business. That's BeFulfilledJournal.com. Hey, we're back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast show talking to Tim McCarthy today. 
uh, at the break, I was teaching them how to buy domain names. It's like literally like my kid. I'm like, it teaching, is. <laughs> teaching them how to buy domain names. He's like, how do I redirect them? I'm like, they all will do it for you. But one thing that I, I learned when I had you, you know, had a moment to kind of get to know you a little bit is that you're just genuine. You, you have like this, uh, this, this way about your yourself is you're just super humble. And I, I appreciate that. And I you know a day and age filled with a lot of people who, who do a lot of stuff just to get attention. You're doing something to bring attention to a very specific thing. Somebody who struggled personally, uh, you said ADHD, anxiety, and bipolar too. I, I want to say how, how important has your wife played as a role in your life? Oh man, huge. I don't know what I would do without her. Um, she had to deal with it for a long time. We've been together for like 12 years and I was still figuring it out. I, I wasn't professionally diagnosed until 2019 and uh, we got married in 2015. And then, yeah, so so she saw the ups and downs and she doesn't deal with mental health. Like she, not that she wouldn't, but she didn't have it in her family or is one of those families where you sweep it under the rug until something terrible happens. And so she saw my journey and it got bad between us because a lot of it was my fault in the way I was being with my with my mood disorder. So then I, I would hear her like looking, Googling things, going on like Facebook groups, like all this stuff. Like she put in the work to help me out and kind of figure me out because I would project my like anger onto her where it was like I would explain it to her like a tractor beam. Like it could not be your fault, but if you're inside my zone, like you're going to like get like my angerness or whatever. So she would realize like kind of like step aside and just let me fizzle out. I always compare it to like a baby, like just let him cry his way out because I always make fun of me. In that situation, I don't make fun of mental health. I make fun of like me personally in those situations because I think weeks from then they're wicked funny because that's what I do. I go back in time and, and laugh about them because I'm like, yeah, that's what they, what's what made me. But yeah, I can, it, as much as hard as it is to have a mental health illness, it's very hard for somebody on the other end trying to help you. That That's probably equally as tough. Well, good, man. Let me ask you a most important question. How can a guy like Tony and my platform help you get your message out there? What are some things that you think of that you wish more people would do to get awareness around this? Just in, in mental health overall? I just just talking about it. Like there's so many platforms that you can just share something quick. Everything's free to online pretty much. Like you have someone's photo on Instagram, you can just share it to your story. And people don't think like anyone clicks it. Sometimes I'll click those things. And if I'm, I'm just an average dude. There's about 30,000 million trillion other people like me to just talk about it with somebody. Like I have t-shirts with like mental health stuff on it from, from different companies. Like it shouldn't be a weird thing to talk about. So social media, like asking people if they're okay that you haven't talked to. I love doing that. I love reminiscing about good times with people. Like I'll go through my phone if I'm bored because I shouldn't be on TikTok as much as I am. So I'll be like, oh, my buddy Daryl, I haven't talked to since like 2018. I'm going to send him like a funny response of like an inside joke that I have. There's nothing more that I love than getting those types of texts from people. So my mom always taught me do things onto others that you want them to do onto you. And that's one of my main things I love doing. If they have a mental health issue or not, is just checking up on good people. And checking on people that you haven't heard from in a while too is an important thing. 100%. I agree with that. A lot of times, those are the ones that I am most worried about. And also the ones that you talk to all the time, who when you talk to them, they're just a little checked out and it's hard to tell. So it's a get FaceTime, get video with these people um, and make sure that you keep uh, empowering yourself to help others. I love that. I want to, I want to do a couple of things. I'm going to bring you into the fulfillment round. 
Um, I know you have not prepared for the fulfillment round because you couldn't. It's impossible. All you have to do is just be you Shit. and we'll take care of the rest, right? Perfect. Is that, does that work? Oh, yeah. I, my whole life's uh, not ready for anything. <laughs> cool. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine, no digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? If you had to pick a specific time of day to eat food and you could only choose one time a day, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, what would you choose? I would choose breakfast. Around like okay. and if you if you were left to your own devices, you can make any kind of meal you'd like. What would I see as a spread for breakfast? For breakfast, it would be chocolate chip pancakes, bacon well done, hash browns cooked well done, a little bit of ketchup, and then uh, black coffee. Okay, if you only had five foods to eat for the rest of your life, what five foods could you survive? Five foods: uh, buffalo chicken. Uh, zebra cakes, pizza, pineapples, and watermelons. Really? That's good. I like I get, it. Are they bad? I, like, is this supposed to be like a health check? Because I know I'm no. not the healthiest no. guy, but I, those are my favorite foods. If you, if you had to listen to a jukebox filled with your favorite music, what would I find you listening to? Beastie Boys. All day? I could, I could, yeah, I can overdose on Beastie Boys, Jurassic Five, as you can see right there. I got that signed by them. Um, I thought that yeah. was like a new Jurassic Park movie that was coming out. No, no, no. I, uh, I'm a big hip hop guy, but I think the majority of it would be like the the Beastie Boys, Wu Tang. But my my music is uh, very extended. Like my wedding song is Buddy Holly, True Love Ways. I'm a big a I'm a big like Temptations guy. Um, my grandfather drove with him all the time, and you'd always have like. The Temptations on. Um, I told you I sang with the four tops. Yeah, weren't you? You you were the fifth top. <laughs> no, I was the fourth top. <laughs> oh, I put a chair for the other one, and then I got up and sang, and I I made everybody in the audience leave. It was great. Hey, um, most famous person you've ever met before? Most famous person I've ever met before. Um, well, I was on the game. I was on a game show, and I met a slew of uh, famous people on that. But I think I, I met Dane Cook early in his career being from Massachusetts. And people give Dane Cook shit, but he did one of the coolest things I've ever seen ever. And I was like 18, 17. I was waiting in line to see him after a show to get a photo with him. He waited for everybody, which was great. And this woman, very attractive woman, tried cutting the line to go up and see him. And he was like, no, you got to wait in the back of the line. Like, I was like, that guy's the fucking man. Like, you know what I mean? Like anyone else would be like, oh, let me... Let me uh, let me talk to the good-looking chick instead of these dudes. Like they waited in line, and I always commend Dan Cook for that. Um, but yeah, he's probably the most famous person I interacted with, opposed to like the game. Have show you had him on your show, Dan Cook? No. Same thing. Message him. Tell him how much he means to you. Tell him that story. Thank you. This is what I'm up to. You got five minutes. You could drop on my show. Yeah, that's a great. I love. That's a great idea. You're like my idea guy. I love it. I I, I always if tell I, people. You know what? You. If I could live my life helping people be the idea guy, I think I would actually love that. Because oh, our brains are different. Like we like like I'm like you, where you 
you want to do a million things at once and you have all these great ideas but when you have someone on like a different advanced level like you to me it like unlocks so many different compartments in my head no, I'm, I'm actually the guy who causes more chaos than anything all right um <laughs> what are you reading or listening to right now that's inspiring oh that's really good um i'm not a huge r- reader if <laughs> that's the thing i was actually i've been listening to, um i'm almost done with it, it was uh matthew mcconaughey's book green light Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy it. I don't, again, I don't read, but I did, I did the uh, audio book for it. And him just telling you a story, his own story, is actually wicked funny because he talks totally different. He does the voices for all these different characters. And he's just like a really cool dude that I've always liked but never really knew about. And to learn about him on the journey of his like crazy life is just like awesome. And there's like so many, so many spots in there that you're just like, wow, like it makes me feel good like on the way to work when I'm like, I'm at work, I'm like, shit. <laughs> all right all right yeah all right. i want to live like that no i actually he's he's a guy i'd love to master how to talk like he, he's got a, a great calm delivery and the cool thing is is those stories are real and he's got yeah. a great way of delivering them um day you're born obviously we know it and then there's the day you die which we don't in between as a dash how would you like your dash to read the day you die and somebody says here lies tim mccarthy he lies to McCarthy. He made us all laugh. Something simple and easy. That's cool. all I want. That's all I want in life is just people just had a good time with me. They just laughed. All right. So 20 Tim com and 20 Tim Innits at social. You can find him everywhere you need to be. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's going to promise me he's going to buy some domain names. I'm, I'm got, I already screenshotted it. So I know what I'm doing. Okay. So the most important thing I want you to take from today is it's okay to smile, laugh, and it's okay not to be okay. It's just not okay not to do something about it. If you know somebody who's struggling or suffering, be there, show up for them, remind them how awesome they are, hold up a mirror, let them see their reflection, remind them often that you love them. Appreciate you, Tim. Keep rocking, keep doing what you're doing, keep inspiring people, bring comedy, laughter, love, whatever you got to do. Just remember, if you're in a dark place, Pick up your phone and call me and you're never alone. Okay. Can you promise me to do that? Oh, 100% can promise cool. you, Tony. His name's Tim. My name's Tony. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.